0: probably wondering how I got into this mess.
1: Well. How's it going? A? It's going pretty good. Well, let's get to work here on It's Just Called Two Brothers. Uh, that is the name of the show. I'm Marcus. I'm James. We're the brothers. Yeah, we're zooming here. <laughs> okay, I got a baby to feed. Oh, okay, well. But that's just the story of my life. I don't know. All these days. What's she gonna uh, do about it? Nothing. <laughs> so, so uh, little girl was was pretty big. She's she's a tall. Well, she's really tall now. Mm-hmm. Uh, had a growth spurt recently. Yeah. And she, she's she's practically lanky. Uh, she is, <laughs> and always was in the upper percentile of uh, of the growth chart mm-hmm. for normality. Other little girl. Is possibly off the chart. Mm. She's either at the highest, you know, the hundredth percentile or the hundred and oneth percentile. Oh, for for height and weight. Mm. So yeah, she's a very long baby. There's many jokes so, in there somewhere, but we don't have yeah. time. So we're gonna have a couple of giantesses. Well, here. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, we're gonna have to start calling them Xena and Xena Two.
0: <laughs> you are almost halfway to a basketball team.
1: <laughs> yes, we just need a half another one to make. Halfway to another team.
0: What are the odds? (laughs) (laughs) They can't lose. (laughs) Congratulations, Mr. Brother. (laughs) It's a boy. Oh, no. Oh,
1: wait. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, by that time, they might be doing multi-mixed teams. Oh, that's true. Sure.
0: Yeah, just carry it forward from elementary or junior high or whatever. Should we be talking about this? I think it's okay. No, it isn't. Why not? Well, it would be okay if little goal and other little goal was
1: here. Let's get the show on the road. I guess so. so you got a music share. Do. That is related to us uh, recently conversing about Danny Elfman. He just keeps coming back. He's a gift that keeps <laughs> on giving. Yeah. Well, we did
0: a little bit of we did a lot of discussion, but a little bit of music last yeah. time of of couple things. Uh-huh. But that sparked a notion for me to go diving into his back catalog on Spotify. And mm-hmm. what becomes immediately apparent is that all of his compositions are not available. And many of them are not listed under his account, right? As his, hmm. his artist account yeah, on Spotify. So you have to go, a lot of them are, you have to go hunting for them. Mm-hmm. So you, you just know that, he did the music for Batman. The, the, he wrote the score for Batman. Batman. Mm-hmm. So, But you have to go look for Batman OST. And and there is... Uh, it's a combination, I guess, of cues plus some songs. But uh-huh. uh, there's something like Pee-wee's Big Adventure, mm-hmm. which isn't under uh, his, his listings. It's not under his main page. Interesting. And it's packaged with... Back to school cues, <laughs> so uh,
1: also interesting. <laughs> yeah,
0: it was, so it wasn't available commercial initially, and then they just jammed back to school in with it. Hmm. And I guess the most prominent cues. I'm I'm not sure, and you know this better than I. I would say, what's the average length of composed music for a feature film? Uh,
1: well, it varies hugely. So I don't mm-hmm. know about. The average, I would, I would probably guess, uh, forty-five minutes hmm. to an hour, mm-hmm. depending on the film. Right. You know, John Williams does way more than that. You know, he, right. most of his stuff is wall-to-wall, mm-hmm. just just about.
0: Well, Howard Shore also. Yeah. Uh, Howard Shore. But his was many long shots of people sort of just walking and running mm-hmm. through the vast New Zealand landscape, which you need some music under because otherwise. You can't
1: hear them. You
0: but also, you know,
1: interestingly, there. I was. I just finished the soundtrack shows, uh, delving into the Fellowship oh, of the Ring. Right. Um, with his music, he was a you know a huge fan of the books way before, and uh-huh. he found out that Peter Jackson was doing a right. thing, and he kind of applied for the gig.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, one of many. Let's be fair or accurate about it. <laughs> let's be real. There were actors and scenic artists and concept artists who were all major fans of tolkien oh certainly
1: yeah who did the same
0: thing they heard Mm -hmm. that it actually was coming to fruition peter Mm -hmm. jackson had it so they knew he could at least put it together Mm -hmm. and then (laughs) they're just like i have to work on this film right he's like all right sure (laughs) alan lee the famous (laughs) famous illustrator yeah you can do concept work sure
1: um, since you are the the guy, <laughs> yeah.
0: Christopher Lee, you want to be Saruman? Yeah, all right, <laughs> done.
1: So Howard Shore, being a fan, he went down there and kind of impressed Peter Jackson with his knowledge hmm. uh, and intensity about the project, hmm. and also, uh, unlike many composers who get the get the film after it's done hmm. and then they have maybe six or eight weeks hmm. to do the music, he was on board for. Uh, what ended up being four years. Huh. So he was he was in from the get go and spent time with Peter Jackson and the um and the film all the way through the the entire production. That's quite amazing. So so he um, was able to uh, organically compose those cues... Mm-hmm. And leitmotifs light motifs, yes. Very authentically mm-hmm. and purposely slow down to give it the weight of the um, the sort of enormous backstory and time frame that Middle Earth was dealing with, you know, or that we were dealing with in the in the films about Middle Earth. Mm-hmm. So he did he didn't do the standard blockbuster, you know, action film music. Right. And so so a lot of his themes and uh are Way longer than a typical theme would be. Right. Yeah. But back to uh, Danny Elfman and your share.
0: Oh, so, right. Yes. Back to me. <laughs> so I went through all these kind of like, okay, putting aside the sidebar of it, not all being available. And I guess that's how it goes. You, you just don't get all of the soundtracks released that uh, a composer would ever do. And I don't know, from Thomas Newman's output, I'm not that disappointed by it. <laughs> Because some of it is genius and some of it is phoned in. Uh-huh. So I happened to just sample a few soundtracks that I hadn't ever heard that Danny Elfman did. Mm-hmm. And pretty recently, 2017 maybe, he did the score for The Circle based on the book by Dave Eggers about a, mm-hmm. about a social media company. Yeah. And it stars Emma Watson and Tom Hanks. Mm -hmm. among some others. And it is surprisingly very sparsely orchestrated. And I think most of that is just Danny playing various weird instruments along Mm -hmm. with a very electronic slash computer music bass.
1: Yeah. An interesting departure for him.
0: It's very different. It's almost Mm -hmm. an ambient album Mm -hmm. and, and could be seen as such. Sure. But I was uh, I had no idea and it, it, there's almost nothing about it being so different from his usual score on Yeah, the I contract. don't recall
1: I don't recall that film getting much press or anything. I yep. don't even remember, you know, the trailer or or that it was coming out or anything. Mm-hmm. It's probably a couple of years too early. Possibly. You know, in in the sense that uh now mm-hmm. more than ever, you know, right. social media is getting yes. huge amounts of uh Publicity press and right. notoriety, yeah, um, for various reasons. So, yeah, yeah.
0: congressional hearings top of the list. <laughs> yeah, they sure that would definitely have brought it, you know, headline ripped from the headlines, right? Mm-hmm, ripped from mm-hmm. today's headlines. I just am kind of surprised that it didn't mention it on the Wikipedia page. I'm still trying to track down either an interview about it or a review of the process, uh, yeah. so I can find out what led him to do that makes a lot of Mm -hmm. sense. It's a tech film. Why not try a ambient score? But it is above that, um, I thought, really good. Mm -hmm.
1: So I mean, evokes probably, uh, memories of Tron. Yeah, yeah, a little bit, in
0: its spareness and strangeness. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though Wendy Carlos, I think, pretty exclusively used the big Moog for Tron, but yeah. I don't quite. I know there's a bunch of there's always a bunch of other equipment. Pretty strictly synthesized, I would say. Whereas mm-hmm. this is a, a it goes in and out, weaves in and out. Sure, sure. Little plinky percussive instruments and bowed things. and, Stuff I have no idea about. I would watch a documentary on the making of this album, for sure, on the making <laughs> yeah. of the soundtrack.
1: Hey, that re- reminds me of when I was listening to the tale of Superman, the movie, mm-hmm. and John Williams was talking about Christopher Reeve and what a wonderful human being he was. Mm-hmm. And he said that Christopher Reeve would come to the, the, the scoring sessions, like he'd just drop by mm-hmm. and just sit and listen. And uh, I was like, man, I wish I could do that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and he said he came to almost all of them. <laughs> really? Like, yeah. When's the last oh. time you saw the money pit? Uh, I let's see. Well, I just saw it the one time <sighs> and it was probably 20 years ago. Right.
0: Do you ever think of Alexander Godunov when you, th- when you think of, con- of conductors or you, nah. when you think of
1: yourself? conducting? I don't, I don't know what that. He's
0: means. the love and he's the X in money pit. He's Shelly, okay. Shelly loves X. Ma-
1: maybe I didn't see it. Uh, Maybe I didn't see the, the whole thing, or it just didn't make this, you know enough of an impression um, right. at the time. He's a
0: kind of secondary villain in a way. Yeah. He is her ex-husband or lover, and he conducts the symphony that she plays cello in. Okay. So there's a couple of scenes with him conducting the orchestra that are, you know, very funny.
1: He, he yeah. says, I, "You know, I have to watch it." again. Yeah,
0: it's very good. It just reminds me of. That I just wondered the other day, in thinking about it, because it came up in the feed somewhere, uh-huh. if you thought of him while you while you're conducting. Just <laughs> basically those lines, you know, well, the union forces me to let you go to lunch in spite of the way you've played. The union forces me to allow you to go to lunch in spite of the way you've played. Those of you with consciences will not be able to eat. And those of you whose consciences match your talents, go stuff yourselves. I hope
1: you choke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> if it's on Netflix, I'll be able to, I'll, I'll watch it. Well, if you'd like to send us your conducting tips, yes. you can send them to bros at It's just called 2 brotherscom If you tweet, you can
0: tweet at IJC2B. mm mm-hmm. And we do various other things, and other places. We'll talk about those another stuff. time.
1: Record scratch, Mike. <laughs> yes,
0: record scratch, and just suddenly end the show. That would be a nice new way of, of, of doing an ending. Something, something mm-hmm. different.
1: Okay. <laughs> yep, okay,
0: that's me. Fine.